This is Ion Dixie with Easton Smith talking about how it's possible to come back from an injury. I'm sitting down here with a former Dixie State football player that came back from an injury that kind of derailed one of his years, actually kind of two of his careers. And I'm sitting down with him today talking about how he came back from his injury and how it's possible for anyone really to come back from an injury. I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, I'm uh, Kentaro Yoshikawa. I was a former Dixie State football player tight end. And yeah, I had a, had a surgery. What happened was in fall camp, at the start of my red shirt freshman year, so first time actually being able to be in the mix with everyone, um, it was a tight end screen, and I caught it up the middle, and I forgot who it was, but <laughs> uh, his helmet went right into my head, uh, shoulder, and I heard like a crack and like a and I was like, oh boy, this ain't good, and uh uh, I went over to the sideline and cause, I mean. The trainer he, at the time. Yeah, is he is he still here? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I haven't heard about him. Great guy. Great guy. He worked for the Boston Red Sox. But, um, yeah, so he's like, yeah, you're out. There's no way you're going to do it. There's, It's just done. Like, your shoulder's going to be out for a little bit. So, yeah, I missed the first four games of the season that year with this injury. And after that. I got. I went into the doctor probably about two weeks in, and he, I swear all he did was just like he just barely like moved it around a bit and was like, "Yeah, it's just a bruise." And I was like, "There's no way." How did I hear a crack and a pop? There's like, if it's just a bruise, there's no way that I heard that. And you know, that's common symptoms of a bruise. It's like, yeah, uh huh, <laughs> crack and a pop, bruise, yeah. But yeah, so then even cause agreed with me. He's like, "Yeah, I haven't seen anything really like this." You know, it's different he's like i don't think it's a bruise either so at least i had a little bit of reassurance on my part knowing that it's not just a bruise even though that's what the doctor told me and so after four weeks cause is like you feeling good and i was like better than when it started you know and he just threw a brace on me and i played the rest of the seven games and i still didn't know what it was is i thought it was just a bruise like everyone's just, oh it's just a bruise so you know Got tons of crap from from all the coaches. Oh, you know, don't milk your bruise. It's like, oh boy, yeah, you guys only knew. But at the end of the season, after we, you know, seven and four record, pretty good. Um, went in and got actually got an MRI this time, and lo and behold, there was a bone fragment in there. There was a piece of cartilage chipped off, and eighty five percent of my labrum was torn. Yeah, it was, it was pretty brutal. I mean, the guy was like, wow, that's some damage. And I was like, yeah, I just got told it was a bruise. And he was, he was like, wow, that's definitely not a bruise. But, yeah, it's, that's what happened. And, you know, you just, you, you learn from it. You learn, you learn a lot of, not hard work, but perseverance through it. Because the whole season, it was just cracking, popping, you know, I'd land on it wrong, and I would just, it sounds like tree branches, just like, in your shoulder. And you're just like, mm. you know, I just, had, I just kept telling myself, I guess it's just a bruise. And just kept going. And everyone's like, you all right? I'm like, mm, I guess. You know, it's, it's rough, but it taught me that just because something hurts doesn't mean you have to be out from it. it I mean, it's just, just how it goes sometimes. And... When you're expected to be up at the plate, you got to be up at the plate swinging. You know what I mean? It's just how it goes.
kind of uh, backtracking a little bit here, but before the injury, before everything, like I, it's a common thing with injuries where you kind of feel invincible until it, something happens, oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And with the mindset coming in, like, oh, nothing can happen, especially being a football player, mm-hmm. collegiate at that point, it's kind of that people that played in high school don't realize, like, in high school you play because you love the game. In college you play because you're wanting to win. And it's a whole different mindset. So when you get hurt, it kind of puts you back like, oh, wow, I got to kind of got to readjust myself and kind of put things into perspective like, wow, I might be out for a while with this. And in college, your job, your position, if you're the number one, number two, you get hurt and you miss a practice, you drop. And you drop in the depth chart really fast. And with injuries, it's especially with a shoulder where it's a bruise, quotation marks, (laughs) from what the doctor said. Yeah. Um, it kind of is like, am I just kind of being a baby with it? Is it exactly? Is it something not as serious? But in my mind, it is serious. And mm-hmm. when you kind of get misdiagnosed, you get miss. You kind of get that bad communication from between you and the doctor with yep. no MRI whatsoever to the after the season. Yeah, like wow, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe it's just something in my head where it's a lot worse than what it really is. But in your case, it was to the point where it wasn't just in your head. It was actually something really serious. Yeah. During the whole season, I was questioning it. Then, Like you said, in my head, I was like, man, is this just a bruise? Like, could it be? And that was a little hard, a little straining mentally, but I mean, it was nice to see in the end that it actually was more, but the entire season was like, you know, just a bruise, I guess, just a bruise, just a bruise, just kept pushing through it. And, you know, and like you said, with missing those four practices, I was, uh, Definitely wrote in the rotators at when that came around mm-hmm. before I before it happened and uh, when missing those four games and those four weeks of practices it put me back a ways. What kept me in it was I had to just be in the books. You know what I mean? Like there's you couldn't do a lot of physical reps. It was just there's more of the mental. It was just straight mental. You just had to be. You just had to know your stuff for when you get back. You have to prove to the coaches that you know I know my stuff. Even though I've been out for four weeks and haven't repped it, I still know it. And that's the only because like. How to, in my opinion, how how you play at collegiate sports is getting the trust of the coaches. It's it might be at any level too. It's getting the trust of the coaches. If someone trusts you that you'll get your job done, then that's who's gonna play. You know what I mean? It's not it's not necessarily who's the best. It's the who's the coach is gonna trust because in the end, the coaches are almost like the the higher being of yeah. what controls who plays. So you know, I mean, you could be the hardest work. You, you know, there's that kid in high school who's always like the hardest worker. You know what I mean? Like just crazy. Mm-hmm. And you have those hard workers, like you know, like I don't even know, like rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But you know, those hard workers are just the people great. that put the effort, yeah. hours mm-hmm. after hours in the gym, and or then whatever. they become great. And then you know, those people who weren't genetically as gifted as some others, and they just put in hours and hours and hours and nothing because the coaches don't believe that they can get it in, get it done. They just work and work and work and nothing, you know. We called it our weight room All-American. We had a kid in high school. It was just amazing in the weight room, you know, everything. Coaches, horrible on the field. Coaches couldn't trust him. You know what I mean? That's the hard thing with the injuries where you lose a lot of trust because the coach is like, oh, you can't stay healthy. Yeah, exactly. He won't do anything now. He comes back. He's going to re-injure it. It's more likely. Oh, yeah, he's going to baby it. Yeah. And with this one, I had a shoulder injury. Not as serious. Didn't have surgery. With yours, you literally had to take a back seat because you got told it was a bruise, but you still, they made you sit. And it got to the point where like, well, this is stupid. If it's a bruise, why can't I play? Exactly, yeah. 
And this kind of relates to a lot of other things in life and just in general, like when something knocks you down, you had to kind of, kind of take a back seat to a point where you're like, okay, what, what is there? Like, what can I do? What, um, is there to do to where I can get back to where I was and keep progressing from that one point. But this, you kind of just had a rehab during the season. It, oh, was, yeah. it was something you couldn't do anything about because you didn't have time to go get an MRI, let alone surgery. Yep. You just had to keep pushing through pain. And that kind of relates to a certain thing that's going on in like today's day and age. It's where if something knocks you down, you're not going to – a lot of people give up nowadays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially in our generation and the people in college, uh, millennials, Generation X, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, when something is hard, when something is rough at work, school, a lot of them just give up. A lot of them just stop what they're doing and uh, they'll take the defeat. They, oh, yeah. They take the L. And in your case, you didn't – it was the mindset where I'm going to get back and I'm going to do even better. Oh, yeah, I had to. And that's the good thing about injuries. The good thing about sports is kind of something you're taught young, and I wish a lot more people nowadays understand that, like, when you get knocked down, you got to get back up. Like, it's a saying everyone hears if you're around – school sports is something that's passed around through generations i think but in sports you have an injury you rehab it's the constant cycle injury rehab repeat yeah. injury rehab repeat oh, yeah. pretty much it's, it's always constant and with your case it kind of you couldn't do the majority of the rehab to do with the healthy get back to healthy 100 percent healthy yeah and how hard was it to get to that back to that mindset where like Okay, it's probably not 100%, but it'll have to do for now. It, it didn't take long, you know. Being after that first practice, it, it opened my eyes to like, okay, this is going to be pretty, you know, pretty painful season, but I got to I got to push. I got to I got to work and work and work until until I get to where I want to be. And where I wanted to be was being the guy, like the guy of the tight end squad that can just put up no, is no, the guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy. You know what I mean? And by, I just had to tell myself, keep working, keep pushing, keep working. You know what I mean? And don't give up because I'm already this far in. If I give up now, what's the point? You know what I mean? I'm already, I'm already, you know, broken shoulder over here, like one armed wonder. And so what would be the point of giving up now? And, you know, like you said, to your, to your point of, you know, sports teaches you to get back up. It really does because where else are you going to go? You know what I mean? You're almost like in a cage and you got thrown down. Like, okay, you're still in the cage. You still got to get up and get out. You know, that's that's the way it goes with sports. And that's what I appreciate about sports is what yep. it's taught me. Yeah. And that's the hard part with a lot of kids, especially our age, the kids that are in, either in college still, just graduated, whatever they're doing, working, just our age in general, young 20s, young adults in general. They had the mindset to where something bad happens, they give up. Oh, yeah. They don't. They go find something else. They don't keep working at it. They fail a class. And we talked about this before. You fail a class, it happens. Like people fail classes in college, oh, yeah. especially your first year, two years. Oh, yeah. You're going to take classes where, whoops, I, <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do there. Yeah. And it's, it gets to the point where it's a learning experience, but kind of related to the injuries, stuff happens. You can't control it. You can't do certain yeah. things to stop it. Mm-hmm. Life just happens. Yep. Um, it's more just like trial and error, and I don't know. It's to the point where people just want to give up faster so they can try something else. They don't want to keep working at something they put in, in your case, 
15 plus years of football and they just give up and coming back from injury, coming back from a setback, if you want to relate it to life or school or work, it's hard. It's going to take work. It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of patience. And in your case, you had to wait seven weeks just before you could get the MRI yeah, and seven plus weeks to get the surgery. Yeah. And after the surgery, how long did it take you to get back just to say 85, 90 percent of your health? That I was told the recovery is going to be on the about of six months. And, you know, I've always been I feel like this is just young age, you know, young age talking, you know, I healed quick. Yeah, I felt like I healed quick, at least like, you know, you won't be doing this until this long. You won't be doing this. And, you know, I was out there trying to push myself to do it because that's, you know, what I've been taught my whole life is just push through it, you know, uh, you know, probably not a good thing, but you know, probably the better thing would just, you know, take it easy, do what I need to do, you know, mm-hmm. do just what I need to do to push myself to be in the limits of rehab. But I was, I pushed myself and it was, it was a long recovery to about 85, 90%. I'd say about four and a half months. Five, four, just to get five, back to where you could move your shoulder. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And to this day, like I'll be, I'll be working out and stuff like that, and I'll move my shoulder weird, and it sounds like a uh, just creaky. It's weird to explain. Yeah, it's like it's like a rubber band, like like, and it just feels weird. It's like something's something's rubbing against something that's just not right, and you know. Then another part to it is, I asked Cause the trainer at that time. I was like, so cause, you know, when am I ever going to be able to throw again? You know, cause it still hurt after the six months recovery. I was like, you know, you know, cause when am I going to be able to throw again? And he was like, have never. fun. He's like, never again. He's like, I mean, that's technically what he told me. Thick Japanese accent comes to sometimes, <laughs> you know, love the guy, but I've been pretty sure he told me, you know, have fun with that. It's going to be painful. The rest of your life, it's going to be painful to throw. And that's something I can relate to. I tore my slap lesion in my shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's a labrum. It's. Yep. Not as much of the same injury as yours. It's still the same part of your shoulder, labrum, but it's more minor compared to what you had. And he's pretty much told me if I had surgery, I'll never be a throwing athlete again. And I put quarterback, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not getting surgery. Like large pill to swallow, right there. I, a lot of my like livelihood, being a baseball player, being a football player, all growing up was throwing stuff. And I still, mm-hmm. I coach football, I coach softball too. I can't throw to the kids. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm getting that mindset told like you won't be able to do something where you made your livelihood the last mm-hmm. 15 plus years. And it kind of puts that into your mind. You're like, wow, something's got to change really fast. <laughs> Either I got to buckle down and realize like I got to toughen up a little bit and deal with the injury mm-hmm. or just give up. In my case, looks like I couldn't do anything with it anymore. And wrapping this up, injuries are something, setbacks are something that come when you least expect it, come when... You don't know what to do, and then it's hard to get back, but if you bear down, you trust what people around you trust, yeah. kind of what elderly, not elder, elders in general, yeah, people yeah. that are older than you with mm-hmm. more experience, tell you, like, hey, just everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, just keep bearing down, keep doing what you're doing, and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Maybe not right now, mm-hmm. but it's a bigger picture. If you look six months down the road, in your case, six or seven, you're healthy again. Yeah. Cause it's hard to see into the future. Yep. But like right now looking at hindsight, it's, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't too bad. You know, it sucked, but it wasn't too bad. Like future ahead of me, ahead of anyone. It's like, man, this is, this is a long road. 
But looking at hindsight now, it's just, you know, that wasn't too bad. Another step, another stepping stone in life. You know what I mean? When something throws you down, you, you got to get back up and just keep working, 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 pushing through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And wrapping this up, if you need help, if you need guidance, we have the health and center here at Dixie State. You have your friends, you have your family. Whenever something knocks you down, you're always going to get back up. You always can keep pushing. There's always the brighter side of things. You just got to look at it from a different perspective. Yes, it's hard, but there are people around you that can help. This is Ion Dixie. I am Easton. I'm Kentaro Yoshikawa, a.k.a. Yoshi. And this is Ion Dixie on Radio Dixie 91.3.